We hear a lot about the bad side of AI and what we need to be afraid of, but hopefully it will do us some good too. Uh, well, it's maybe not, maybe not good news if you're a match fixer. A new machine learning model being developed in conjunction with an Auckland University business school could make it easier to catch anyone out if they're in on some insider knowledge of games being thrown. Delani Jaisaria is part of the project here in New Zealand. He joins me now. Delani, hello. Hi, how are you doing? Very good, thank you. Uh, nice to talk to you. Tell me about the problem that you are looking to solve here. Yeah, so the main problem is um, there could be anomalous matches, and that could be for various reasons. Primary reason could be due to match fixing, and this involves a lot of money as well. So if there is match fixing or there's other contractual reasons, game strategies that's involved in sports, that can be a real big problem for betters, but also for regulators as well, right? So anything about manipulating the outcome of a game, usually, you know, um, that's a problem. So this can be a big issue because then it ruins the integrity of the sport. So if you have like a big game like the Super Bowl or FIFA or NBA playoffs, um, that could lead to devastation to the fans, but also um, cause a lot of loss of trust in the sport, right? So there have been methods that try to detect these fixed matches, but they weren't perfect. And sometimes they actually miss potential uh, fixed games as well. So our method, actually, I need to highlight, we say and we call it anomalous matches because it could be due to various reasons. It could be match fixing. It could be, you know, game strategy, player injuries or anything. But we still identify these so-called anomalous matches and how we do that is we actually look at, you know, uh, games that didn't play out as expected. Now, how do you say it didn't play out as expected? <laughs> we use a gamut of machine learning models and we train these models based on past data. We use player level data. We use game level data. We use, you know, match level and a lot of data, big data. And then we train these models and they then kind of like the Oracle of Delphi predict the future saying, here's how a match ideally should go. And then once, you know, we do this out of sample predictions and identify matches that didn't go the previous way they should have gone, then we identify these matches and flag these matches as suspicious. So um, that's what we have done. Yeah. Oh, that one, uh, France against the All Blacks in the weekend didn't pop up. Did it? I was a bit disappointed with how that one ended up. <laughs> yep. And actually, uh, we looked at the NBA games for the US, <laughs> and our models can be trained for any kind of games later on. You know, there's cross applicability across different games. You can use it for rugby, for football, not just US NBA. We used this data because it was publicly available, you know? So there's a lot of cross applicability there. You yeah. Know? Uh, how did you create this model? And by the way, I meant to say, Delani, sorry for misgendering you at the uh, top of the show, Dr. Delani uh, Jayasuriya. Tell us about this model you've created. How exactly does it work? So myself and my uh, two co-authors, Gija, who's a PhD student at University of Auckland, who's on the job market this year, excellent data analyst as well, and my co-author in US as well, Ryan. So what we did is we implemented several machine learning models where what these models do is they take a gamut of big data and then they basically are trained using that, this data, right? So we use stochastic gradient descent, decision trees. I'm not going to bore you with the names. And then 
after these models look at this data and they are trained on this data, then they can do some predictions for new data. This is data they've never seen before because that's what happens in the real world, right? Yeah. So then they are given data that they've never seen before and then they are supposed to identify whether a match is you know, anomalous or not. So we identify the matches that way. So we use data, say, let's from 2004 to 2019 to train the models. And then we use the 2022 NBA playoffs uh, for the out of sample predictions. Gosh. And, and then, and, and, yeah. And how do you know the difference between a game that um, just went unexpectedly because that's how sport goes and a game that went yeah. unexpectedly because someone on one of the teams was doing their best to make it go a certain way, maybe not yeah. their own team's interests? Yeah. So I have to make it clear here. We do account for errors, right? And we have a threshold where we look at the residuals, right, of our models. So when you look at there's a way the machine learning models will say, here's how a game should go. And there is room for error in that as well. But we look at the large extreme values, you know, when there's like, hmm, this looks really tricky. You know, it's kind of like, let's say you're predicting the weather, right? You say it's supposed to be 75 tomorrow. But if it turns out to be 78, that's like a three Fahrenheit difference. That's not, a, that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. So but if there's a huge difference, then, there's, uh, you know, there's something fishy going on there. So that's how we look at, you know, um, these anomalous matches and that's how we identify them. And not just a game outcome, we also look at player performance as well. So we have, uh, we predict the uh, game outcome, but we also look at different player performance and then, you know, um, also um, the game outcome. So there's uh, two ways that we go at this. Have you seen any interesting examples in the data you've crunched so far, anywhere where you're able to point to something and say, hey, we, yeah. we would have been able to spot yeah. that um, if it happened again? Yes. So um, for the out of sample testing, we looked at the NBA uh, playoffs for 2022 and we found the playoff series between the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks that that series the whole series not just the game the series that 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 chance of happening naturally that was very low so that, that means some of the games in this series seem really off and didn't match their predictions at wow. all and same for player performance yes so it could be due to various reasons i mean it could be game strategy it could be player injuries contractual issues psychological factors mm. but it could yeah so there could be various reasons but i think it's still important you identify such anomalous matches. Otherwise, where do you start, right? Right. So you can't say with confidence that there was match fixing going on here, but you can say this is no. a game you might want to look at. Exactly. Exactly. Because mm. it seems really Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's the thing, right? It's always because otherwise you need whistleblowers, you need a lot of people guessing, right, that something was off. Mm -hmm. But if you look at these numbers, then another thing is you might even, if you look at the numbers finally, you might even determine, oh, it's not match fixing. It's because if you look at these numbers, these player statistics here, this player had an injury, you know, so it can actually exonerate people as well. Otherwise, people are just guessing, right, oh, that match was really suspicious, something was off. So I think it creates a foundation for a good starting point, you know, and it, it's a double-edged sword. It can go either way. But I think it can go on a both positive and negative way as well in that sense. You yeah. Because then you can analyze the data more, you know. 
What is likely to happen from here? If, if things go well, are you hoping it may be adopted by some major codes or, uh, or betting agencies? Or, you know, where to from here, Delaney, with your technology? Well, with our technology, my student and my co-author, we hope first that uh, this paper is going to be under um, it's, um, under review at a top journal. We get it published mm. and then anybody can pretty much use our models. And then, you know, hopefully they would use it for other games as well. That's our hope. You know, they use it for rugby. They use it for football, not just, you know, basketball. And then that can make this information available to a lot of people, right? Betters. And everybody can make informed decisions based on that. That's our ultimate goal, you know. Fantastic. Great work, Delani, And um, you've explained it very well. Thanks so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks. Delani Jaisaria, who is with Auckland University Business School, uh, looking at a new machine learning model, which may be able to catch out match fixes.